to Conscious Consumption. I'm Isabella Rosley, and in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit about my last week. I've been in Vegas for the trade show Magic, which is basically a fair where suppliers showcase their collections for buyers to see and make notes and place orders for next season and things like that. I guess I'll give you some background about how I got involved with this. So basically, in high school, my we had a couple of fashion classes in high school, which I'm super thankful for, because we went on a field trip to the Merchandise Mart in Chicago, and or somewhere near there. I don't exactly remember. It was probably like six, seven years ago or something. And we visited this showroom called Coastal Connection, and I got their business card, And I ended up going to this trade show called Style Max in Chicago at the Merchandise Mart. And then that happens quarterly. And I just kind of kept doing that every year of high school and even a little bit in college. And then when I turned 18, they started flying me to Las Vegas for Magic or I think I went to Orlando once. And maybe I'll be going to Dallas or... Um, New York soon, I don't know, but it was really interesting for me because when I first started this, I was, my perspective on fashion has just completely changed. I used to, you know, consume a lot and not think about it. And obviously now I'm in a point where I'm thinking about my purchases a lot and I'm not making it very money and I'm promoting less consumption. So it's weird to think that like, when I first started these trade shows so long ago, you know, I was in this place of basically ordering things every single day, I felt like, or like multiple times a week, all my money was going towards clothes. I wanted the biggest wardrobe. I wanted new outfits to post in. And I haven't actually done the trade show in a few years because in college, I I went to, I stopped doing the Chicago shows because I moved to Colorado. So they would just fly me to the Vegas shows. And since the Chicago show Style Max is so much smaller. I just they didn't really need as much help unless it was like really convenient for me and then I could go. But um I just kind of yeah, I shifted my views a lot and since I've been traveling in college for I was in Italy for 6 months and then I was in Thailand for 4 months, I just have not been available to go to any of the shows for like probably 2 or 3 years. Probably 2 at least, maybe 3 though. And so I finally was available, and I flew, they flew me out, and it was so nice because they pay for everything. <laughs> they got me a great hotel at the Hilton Grand Vacation, and one of the reps wanted me to come in early, so I changed my flight and came in early, and they got me another hotel, and I ended up having a day off because they flew in, like, too many people early or whatever. Um, so I literally just got to hang out at the pool all day, and I flew in Friday, hung out that night and I actually kind of recruited a coworker from that boutique I was working at in Fort Collins, Grace. So Grace got to come, which is great. I love connecting people that I think are, you know, motivated and, you know, in the fashion world because I'm super thankful for this connection I've made. So spreading that to people that I think, you know, will make the most of the experience is always great. And then Saturday I just did setup, which was from like 8.30 to 3.30, and it's, like, 180 a day, which is great. And then I just, like, hung out after that, and actually went to... I got to see 
Zed and we got VIP entrance and I actually I never used Tinder but I did get Tinder for the weekend because I had like one free day because Grace was busy and so I went with this guy from Amsterdam to like he got VIP tickets to Zed and it was actually a really fun show free drinks it was a good time and then the next day I had off so Sunday I just hung out at the pool all day met some of the new girls that I hadn't seen because I missed the last couple shows so new people kind of came I was sharing a king suite with, like, five other girls. We had three king beds and three, like, full bathrooms, full living room, full kitchen. It was literally so nice. And then Monday, I worked the show from... We get there around, like, 8.30, and it doesn't end until 6. So it's a long day of standing and talking to people. But it's really fun because I love talking to people and building those connections. But it was so strange to just have to be promoting like more consumption because this is not what I support it did go against my morals so it was kind of hard to find that ground but like with this passion comes you know these moral debates pretty often like yes I want to be as sustainable as possible but like how do I really also get further in the fashion industry for what I want to do um So I've been kind of steady, just trying to spread awareness. That's always been my goal, like recently at least, you know, with this podcast and everything and traveling, I always just try to enlighten more people. And I actually started working with this woman named Imani. She works Heaven Thread too, which is the booth I was in. And I always work that booth. And Imani is... I want to, I'll probably do an interview with her. We want to, uh, we were talking about it at least because we were talking about, she's a model for the company. So she had kind of some background insight into what was going on and like how they actually do visit the factories. And I didn't know that, but that's cool that they're visiting the factories and making and like trying to check in a bit, but it's still like, you know, not the best quality stuff. And it is known for like a lower price point. And sorry, I was a little bit of a yawn during that. It's it's the morning. (laughs) And, um, so I guess I should share a little bit more about, like, what the day-to-day looks like there. Basically, so the setup was us unpacking tons of boxes of clothes and steaming them and getting everything color-coordinated and looking great on the racks and organized by, like, the dates, um, that you can, like, the shipping dates. So we had, like, immediates, we had winter that started 9-1 for the ship date, and then we had our spring, which was um, January 1st ship date, and you can push it out. And then summer was April 1st, but you can push that out too. And basically the buyers tell us about their target market and, you know, what their customer gravitates towards, what they don't like, you know, if they're more conservative, if they're more of like a college-age place, Um Or if it's, like, a little bit more upscale or if they need layering pieces, if they, you know, hate sweaters with flared sleeves or, you know, random things like that. And then we'll, you know, pull things based on that. And then we'll, like, model a lot of the clothes because it really helps the buyers to, like, see the clothes actually on. That's, like, one of the best parts about the shows because, yeah, they can see all this online, but seeing it in person and seeing people try it on, like, makes all the difference for them. And 
Yeah, so that's really cool. And a lot of these businesses are women-owned, like, small businesses, which is also really cool, like, a lot of boutiques. And I've actually made a lot of great relationships through this, um, through these trade shows. I started working for one of the boutique owners in Chicago area because I just met her from the show, like, and we just always saw each other and loved seeing each other, and it was just a great connection. Gina is her name. Her boutique is Flair on 3rd in Geneva, Illinois, and yeah it's really cool you can you know connect with these people and start working with them and you know I don't work for her anymore obviously but every time I see her we still catch up like crazy and she's like oh how's your sister doing like you know is she still traveling in Hawaii or whatever and I'm like yes she's doing that and my mom's doing this and I'm doing this and you know what are you doing and it's great you know um but yeah I just wanted to share a little bit about what's actually happening at these shows but Basically, yeah, we'll pull clothes based on their target market, and then we'll show them our best sellers for whatever ship dates they're looking for, and then, yeah, we'll just place the orders, and then the buyers get, like, an email before things ship out, and then the cards will get charged after, or once the things are shipped, and then, yeah, that's what happens at a trade show for fashion. (laughs) So... We ended up having some free... So the show was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It was super busy Monday, no free time. Super busy Tuesday, but Wednesday it's always a bit slower. So we kind of walked around some booths, like just around the whole convention center, really, to see if we could see any like sustainable brands or any brands that we like thought were interesting. And we ended up finding this shoe company called Kengo's and they use as little as six components to make their shoes versus the normal 30 which is cool and they use natural resources and they don't use any glue which is great because glue like never disappears or anything and it's really bad for the environment and so it was cool to you know learn more about different companies that were there and I got their card and you know, I focus so much on my unsustainable consumption and, you know, being mindful of your art consumption with apparel when, I don't know, it was cool learning about shoes too because I feel like people, everyone has so many pairs of shoes, but I'd never thought about how, like, you know, what happens with shoes. They also last forever and I'm not a big shoe person, so I don't really buy a lot. Because I'm not great at taking care of them, honestly. So I just will wear the same ones for as long as I can until there's, like, holes in them. And then even then, I will kind of hang on to them for random stuff just in case. And then I just got my first pair of Asia's, though, because I needed some shoes for this trade show, honestly. And for my new job in Vail, because it's a lot of standing. I just started my job, actually. It's It's like a merchandising buying position for at a golf club in Vail, and yeah, we'll see how that goes, it'll be good, hopefully, but um, yeah, it was cool, it was a cool experience to go to the magic show again, and have this new perspective, and want to spread more awareness about consumption, but yeah, it was strange, because like a lot of the girls I was with are like kind of obsessed with Zara again, and like, how is everyone, like so many people are still obsessed with Zara, and sometimes I don't want to be I don't like to kind of I don't know I feel intimidated if I'm with a group of girls and they are all all obsessed with Zara like I want to say something to influence them you know and you know talk about Zara's like 
unethical labor conditions and how they're really unsustainable and making plastic clothes that are, you know, polluting the world and whatnot. But it can be really kind of uncomfortable to say things like that sometimes for me. Sometimes it comes out easy, like one-on-one conversations, I'm really good about that. Or maybe if it's just two-on-one, that's fine. But if there's like five other girls or whatever, I don't really feel very comfortable with it. So I next time I'm in Vegas, though, I want to talk to them about it more because I feel like there's just still so much, so much to share to so many people. And I don't know, it's hard to do that sometimes, but hopefully they'll listen to my podcast or something. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I just wanted to share that. Um, and I guess, yeah, I guess this is kind of just a story podcast. Um, I guess I could give some tips, though, for, you know, starting young with the fashion industry and like how are you able to have these opportunities and really it's all about just making connections and lasting impressions and following up with people and say you know saving people's numbers and reaching out and you know being like like with Megan is my boss here Mindy started this lady named Mindy started the whole coastal connection brand but um, now Megan's kind of running it with Mindy's daughter Jessie and so I talked to Megan a lot, and I literally just texted her, Megan, if you need any help with the show, let me know. And then she bought me a plane ticket the next day. And then Ashley, another one of the reps, um, messaged me about needing help, too. And I was like, well, I'm already helping Megan, but I can, you know, recruit a friend if you want. And she's like, yeah, I would love that. Just make sure, you know, they're cut out for magic. It's a lot of work, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I got you. And, you know, helping each other out in the industry is so important because... You know, we got to all want each other to succeed and, you know, make a difference. And, yeah, so I would definitely say, you know, getting people's business cards is another way to stay connected. And, you know, having your own. I actually just printed new ones. And actually has a QR code for this podcast, which is cool. Shout out my sister for figuring that out. Um, but, of course, my new business cards literally came right, like, 30 minutes after I left for the airport. So I didn't get them in time. <laughs> then that's okay. (laughs) Uh, I'll be able to give it out later. Um, What else? What else? I would say... hmm, Oh, just reaching out and talking to people when you find something interesting. Like when I was walking around with Imani in the booths, I, we were just, they'd notice we're eyeing something and then start talking to us. And then we would kind of follow up. They're like, oh, what are you guys doing here? And then, you know, she's like, oh, I'm a model. And then instead of being, you know, working, instead of working the show, we were like, all of a sudden I was a podcaster. And I was like, oh yeah, like, I'm a podcaster. And I'm, I try to spread awareness about, you know, shopping in a more conscious manner and supporting sustainable brands. And so then we ended up talking for 30 minutes about this brand. It's called the Kango's brand K-E-N-G-O you should definitely look it up if you're looking for sustainable shoes they do like out of mushrooms and eucalyptus leaves and all sorts of things like that and it's super cool to think about like buying something and then knowing that it's going to biodegrade eventually and not take forever and not lead to like more plastic in the world um yeah but that's that's all for this episode I'm keeping it quick today But thanks so much for listening and hope you guys have a good one. Appreciate you.